Here are just some of my thoughts on writing and life for September. Last month, my focus was on my tomato plants and my sense of optimism, both of which were beginning to grow. Sad to say, after 30 plus days, I have neither a bumper crop of produce nor a flood of positive feelings to report. August ended with a technology problem that allowed me to access every site except for my own, thanks to some gremlin in the background that is blocking it. Frustrating, yet I am well aware that in the greater scheme of things and with so many people suffering from COVID-19 or grieving the loss of loved ones or worried that the roof over their heads will be taken away due to job loss, this is a trivial problem and one with a workaround. But it is just another problem added to all the other things I'm worried about a list that continues to grow as the months drag on. Professional, read writer, worries. Will I ever write another short story? Will any of the ones I've submitted or will submit be accepted? Will sales improve for any of my current books? Will I find an agent or a publisher for my novels? Career, read, freelance, worries. Will any of the marketing calls I've been conscientiously making result in the kind of projects that I need to pay my bills? Will any of my current clients loosen their purse strings and come to me with assignments? And will the checks I'm waiting for finally arrive? Life, read existential worries. What am I doing with my life? Is this where I want my writing life to be after all these years? And are my goals becoming more money-driven than artistically driven? A lot to agonize over at any time, but especially right here and now with so much uncertainty and fear a part of daily life. Then God or fate or whatever agency you choose to attribute serendipitous occurrences to threw me a bone. I was reading the obituary section in the New York Times, not because I'm morbid, but because often that is where I get names to add to my literary calendar, and saw that Alice Kohler, author of An Unknown Woman, had died. I knew her book. I had her book. And after a hunt through my bookshelves, I found it and started reading it again and found myself envying her several months of solitude in a house on Nantucket. But what is it I envy about the life she recounts in her book, I asked myself, then it dawned on me. It was the time of reflection, of consideration, of freedom from deadlines and the endless round of assignment seeking that I wanted. And while it is not practical for me to pack it all in and disappear for several months to an island, I do have a mortgage and bills to pay, I can find that freedom time each day. Instead of my usual routine of drinking coffee while listening to the news while reading the paper, I can drop the last two activities in favor of reflective journaling. Not list making, which I realized was what I had been using my journal for, but time spent in contemplation, introspection, deep thinking about life, my life, and life with a capital L as well as my place in it and time spent listening to the sounds of the birds coming through the open window, and time spent watching the sunrise warming colors slicing through the darkness, and time spent just breathing in the fresh air.
There's no denying that the pandemic has made us all a little crazy with worries about our health and finances in the future. And while those fears are normal and understandable, we run the risk of allowing them to overwhelm us until all we can see and hear and smell is COVID-19. And that, I can tell you, is not only detrimental to our physical, mental, and emotional well-being, but also to our creativity. So my plan this month is to establish some Nantucket time each day. I'll get my coffee and my journal and sit in peace and solitude and write whatever comes to my mind until my cup is empty and my mind is clear. Then I can leave my island and go into my other place where I work on books and stories and client projects, pay my bills and balance my checkbook, mow my lawn and clean my house. And at the end of this month, I'll know if having Nantucket time has made a positive difference in how I view my life and if it's led to any other changes that were long overdue.